Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The commercials are over. Yo, I haven't got all day. 869-1240. Time to get busy. This is Sports Daily on KFH. Your new radio home for K-State Athletics, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. It's that time, Sports Daily, getting all the inside information on Kansas State. Let's go now to the voice of the Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. All right, welcome back in, everybody, to Sports Daily. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Caster here. Wyatt Thompson joins us for a Friday visit. We always appreciate a Friday uh, ahead of a, well, the biggest game of the year for K-State. That is a fair statement, I think, because they got to have it against Cincinnati. And we've had a lot of these got-to-have-it games, it feels like, Wyatt, over the last few weeks because the line is so thin, I think, in in them being able to get to the NCAA tournament. But as we look at it and the way things went, especially this week, Tuesday night was a rough night for the Wildcats on what other people did. They're going to have to pass Cincinnati in in basically the selection committee's eyes. And what better way to do that, right, than to go to their place and beat them? Well, you said it perfectly. And Coach Tang yesterday during a little press gathering basically called it an NCAA tournament game, uh, play-in game, whatever you want to say. And I think that's accurate. It doesn't mean that the season is over if you don't. And yet, I think you kind of get the sense that if that is the case, then you're probably going to have to win in Lawrence and beat Iowa State at home and then do a little damage in the tournament. Do you agree with that assessment? I That's the way I kind of see it. I, And, you know, it's interesting because this is a Cincinnati team that is ranked 45th in the net. Uh, they have had a, an okay season up and down uh but but basically just it's it's funny how the metrics and and all of the analytical stuff goes because you know k-state's behind them i i think a little farther than i thought they might be just based on looking at the resumes but hey you got to deal with it and and go win a ball game you know it was a, a fascinating game on monday wyatt the wildcats looked incredible in the first half and then the, the script was flipped in the second half. But we know how great this team is under Jerome Tang in overtime. I know a lot happened in that game from start to finish, but what were your big takeaways from Monday night's win against West Virginia? Well, it's, it's a very interesting question because way, the way I look at it in retrospect now is, is how well they played for about the last 15 minutes of the first half maybe some of their best basketball of the season offensively following a really pretty good solid performance uh, with BYU on, on Saturday. 
They made 11 of 19 threes. And then you get into the second half, and you could tell they didn't just didn't have the same amount of juice. And once West Virginia started rolling, they just couldn't get them shut down. They scored 53 second-half points. And it's rare that you cough up a 25-point lead. I, I mentioned this in a couple of other interviews this week. Think about this. K-State won the game in overtime. And there was a point in the game where they were outscored 41-12. to 12. I can't remember ever doing a game, and I've done a lot of games, where I could compare that to something else I'd seen. But you're right. They get it to overtime, felt pretty good about it, I think, and, and uh, pulled it out. It, it, was just, it was just such an odd, odd game. But at the end of the day, it was a much-needed win. But I, I would like to go back and, and win by 20 or 25 and not experience the second half because I think it would have helped us. <laughs> I don't know that it helped us much going uh, into overtime with a home win against a team that had been nine and 17 or 18 or whatever, that probably not that much help there. Yeah, it's look, it's going to be tough. I, I don't know. I, the, Jerome Tang has said for a long time, nine and nine. At first I was a little yep. skeptical of nine and nine. I didn't know if it'd be enough now, like, well, maybe nine and nine. And, and I'm with you, a conference tournament winner two would be enough. What will be really interesting is to see how the committee weights net ranking versus conference standing. Um, you know, they, they'll Correct. they'll pass UCF if they haven't already, and I think they'll have a chance to pass Cincinnati. But they're not going to pass the others in the mix at this point, not after BYU went to Kansas and no. won and Texas won in Lubbock. So you could see Kansas State finish ahead of teams in the conference standings but be behind them in the net, and I just don't know how that's going to be weighted. I think in a best-case scenario, well, you see the committee take 10 teams. But, you know, if it's nine, it's going to be tricky. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think the formula there is, is as simple as this. If you beat Cincinnati there, that gives you eight conference wins. They will be 5-11. and 11. I don't know if the committee could justify taking UCF in that scenario over K-State. Now, maybe you would agree with that in part or, or not. And I think you could argue it till the cows come home, as the old saying goes. But at, at some level, um, the league standings and the amount of league wins uh, should matter. Um, it, it always, from my perspective, that's what I think. Wyatt, I want to go back to Monday night very briefly because – we mentioned the way that they played in overtime, and it's just remarkable to me that Jerome Tang is 12-0 and in overtime games in two years as coach at Kansas State. In your mind, yep. is that largely a coincidental thing, or are there things happening that Jerome Tang does maybe differently than other coaches or something to allow his team to be able to execute the way that they do when they have to play overtime games? Fantastic question, and I, I'm not sure that I have the exact right answer for you. I think there's probably some good fortune in it, um, you know, and it does come down to execution, making shots, those kinds of things, and I think it's pretty much not arguable that, that, that they've been better than most of those teams in that 7-0 yeah. and stretch this year and 12-0 and in the last two. I, I don't think the, the numbers would lie about that. Why it's happening, um, 
again, I think it just comes down to execution. I don't know if he would tell you even that they do anything different or, or what have you. But I do know in, in watching, because I get to watch practice quite a bit, uh, that they do more than most coaches that I've worked with work on late game scenarios. Um, and, and I don't mean just overtime, but late game scenarios. Probably he probably does more than out honestly. I, I, to me, that that's probably as good an answer as I can give you under the circumstances. There's some fortune in it, but I think there's good execution with it too. And you know, <laughs> a lot of those games have been at home. That helps too. I was thinking about this uh, when they when <laughs> they went ahead and got that win. It made me think of Tyler Perry and you know him being really. Yeah him being what they thought they would get. And it made me wonder too, like we know how guards can affect the NCAA tournament, how great guards can really carry their team. A la Marquise Noel last year. You think Tyler Perry could Mm -hmm. do that for K-State if they get a seat at the table? Could you see that sort of, you know, highest level Tyler Perry leading on a, on a dark horse run? They do feel like a team that can do that. There's lots of teams in the Big 12 that feel that way, but I think K-State's probably one of them if he's at his best. I love the topic because I, I think common sense would say, one, it would be hard to compare what Marquise did last year in postseason with almost anybody. He had one of the greatest tournaments in the history of the NCAA tournament. And yet, in the same breath, I get what you're saying about Tyler. I mean, he makes – he's like 133 out of 146 at the foul line, and he gets there late in tight games. He has the ability to make shots. The thing that I'm excited about the most is is just how driven he seems to be here in the last couple of two or three weeks. And – I believe that the guy is playing his best basketball right now. I don't know if you would agree with that or not, but yeah. I think he's gotten better. I think Kaluma's gotten better. I'm excited about Cam again because he went through a stretch there. And I'm just being honest about this. He felt rotten for about eight or ten days, and now he's starting to come back and be kind of the player everybody thought he could be. So um, all of those things are good things. And then – with the growth of David and Will, you know, yeah, it's two games. Yeah, they were home games. What happens now, though? Um, because I do believe Coach feels like they are starting to maybe turn the corner a little bit on some things. I think if you watch the BYU game, as an example, that was probably as consistent a 40 minutes that they've played all season long. So there is reason for optimism. There's no guarantees, though, that you're going to go there and win because it's hard. And they're, they're, what concerns you is they're one of the best rebounding teams in the country, especially on the offensive side. You know, I thought what was impressive uh, most about Tyler Perry on Monday night was not just the way he shot the basketball. I mean, it was probably one of, if not the best shooting games that he's had, you know, especially in conference play. But I thought it was the assist to turnovers. I mean, it was two to one. Really didn't turn the ball over that much. And I know that him protecting the basketball has been a big focus this season and something that I would imagine has got to be a top priority for Coach Tang as we get into postseason play. Yeah, you said a lot there. I agree with all of that. And I think what has also helped Tyler is, as you go back to Saturday, um, think about how efficient that 28-10 and 10 game was for Arthur Kaluma. 
and and the way you know everybody uh, was involved offensively in the West Virginia game. More of it in the first half and in overtime than in the second half, and I admit that. But you got three threes from Day Day Ames. You even got one from R.J. Jones. I mean, that's the thing. I've said this all year long. They they have their warts, but when they're playing at a, a high level uh, or close to optimum level, they can beat anybody. And Coach said last night on the show that Cincinnati is capable of beating anybody in our league and losing to anybody in our league. And I, I think K-State's probably pretty similar, if honestly. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. So yeah. um, we, we look at KU losing at home to BYU. We know Kevin McCullough's been out. This question got brought up, and I, you know, I kind of thought it was crazy. Maybe it's not as crazy as I'm thinking, but – it, it, what what do you think would be the best chance to get another one of those wins? Of course, Cincinnati this weekend's the one they got to have, but at Kansas without McCuller or at home against Iowa State? Oh, that's a great question because most people are going to expect me to say the game at home, right? Because it makes the most sense. And right. yet, if you watch Iowa State closely, they are playing really, really good defensive basketball This now. I don't know if you watched their game the other night against Oklahoma, but it reminded, it reminded me of our game at Houston. Everything Oklahoma made was hard. I mean, I know Houston is considered the best team in the league, and I believe they are, and I think they have the player of the league, of the year in the league, and Jamal Shedd but I don't think Iowa state is that far behind them on the defensive side and they have offensive options too. So I guess that's a long answer to say um, either one is going to be hard. If you're asking me which one is more probable, I'm going to say (laughs) just based on history and being at home, you got to pick the Iowa state game. Why you've called a lot of big 12 tournaments over the course of your career. How important is seeding to you i mean i know it's kind of a crapshoot depending on what teams you face and what order and where they're all seated and and all of that but you know right. i would imagine you know staying out of that opening day that first play-in day is you know got to be very important but beyond that for this year for this team do you think seeding and where you know if you're battling between a couple of teams for whatever potential seed that is if it's oklahoma or texas or tcu does that play a big difference do you think as the way that tournament plays out Great question, and I think the the short answer is yes, it can, but not always. And I don't want to be a fence writer for you, (laughs) but but as an example, I've kind of projected out some options, and there's one scenario that I saw yesterday that that K-State would play Oklahoma uh, in the first round, and I thought to myself, you know what, that's not a bad draw, and I'm talking about the quarterfinals, because even though Oklahoma played really well here in Manhattan and they clubbed the cats, I don't know if that would be the same scenario now, because I think we're different and I think they're different. doesn't mean K-State's better, but I think they would have a better chance to, to win a game in Kansas city in that, in that light. Um, if you, <laughs> there's, I, I think it's more, this is just my personal opinion. I think it's more about the matchups and when you play teams, then it is, you know, it, especially this year, I guess I will say, I mean, in a 7-10 matchup in this league, do you think there's that much difference? I'm going to say right. probably not a lot. No, and neutral, well, 
neutral court too, but maybe for K-State, because if you're trying to get as many quad one wins as you can, yep. yeah, you'd probably mm-hmm. like to avoid Houston or Iowa State, right, at, at minimum, and probably yeah. Kansas yeah. in the tournament. So maybe the seeding matters a little bit more for them than it normally would because they do need to pile those wins up. I, they, these sure. last three games, man, it's right there for them, which is, which is what, you know, Coach Tang's been saying all along, and, and I think he's been right. And, and part of it's just the league beating up on yeah. each other, I suppose, and crazy things happening. Why I want to ask you about um, up the road, Lance Leipold gets a big you know contract extension, great for the state of Kansas, great for what could be an incredible football season. Do you think have you do you have any inkling that that may put pressure on K State to do a similar thing for Coach Kleiman? as Leipold now catapults near the top of the league in salary. Where, where do you think that all stands? Both of these guys have stayed committed to the universities, uh, but it is an interesting dynamic to see that right down the road. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast it's a really really interesting topic isn't it because i think everybody would respect what ku is doing in terms of their commitment to kansas football to coach leipold but even more than that, with, with his staff and that kind of thing, they've, they've made a pretty yeah. legitimate uh, jump here, and I think you respect that. 
as it relates to Coach Kleiman, I, one, haven't given it a whole heck of a lot of thought. But when you asked, one of the first things that I thought about was, and, and I say this vir- virtually every day of my life, I think Coach Kleiman is very happy here. I think he's perfectly fine with the money he makes. Maybe the most important thing for him is his family likes it here and the fact that he's working for one of his best friends and they have mutual amazing trust between each other. Uh, to me, that at this point in his career, I think that means as much as anything. And I, I wouldn't tell you that if I didn't believe it. I, I've had conversations with Coach about this, and, and I, <laughs> he loves Gene Taylor. And frankly, I do too. Gene has done an amazing job here. I think everybody sees that. Um, and it's, it's probably pretty satisfying for him to go to work every day uh, in this environment where he's doing it his way and has a boss that's given him every everything he can possibly give him uh, within the limits, of course. But um, I, I think he's really happy. Would he want more money? Well, wouldn't we all? But I don't think it's going to be an issue. <laughs> let's put it that way. I yeah. just don't. Well, and, and- – and the staff and the facilities, that's as big a part of it, you know, as anything yeah. I think that's being done over there at Kansas. The right. other thing I wanted to ask you about is to get your your thoughts. So it looks like a five and seven model on the new CFP, which is great, which is fantastic and great news for the Big 12. And now there's already talk of yep. maybe growing that and getting some guaranteed spots for, you know, maybe more guaranteed spots for the bigger league. I, I Do you have any concern about the motives on this stuff? I mean, we know why, because the SEC and the Big Ten want more money, but I've said this before. Yeah. I don't think I have a problem with that because they they are right now in, in the best position as leagues, but do you have any concern about what you're seeing as it relates to the Big 12, or, or does this all seem fine to you and the Big 12 is secure in it? Well, let me say it this way. From the Big 12 perspective, I'm probably, for the most part, okay with it. Spending some time in my career at a lower level at Colorado State, I would be more concerned about that level of competitor having a real legitimate chance. But with that said, I also have to say this. I don't have a real big problem at the top of it because I I think that's the way it's going to go anyway with with television and the, the, the power of the two leagues i think it makes much more sense as we talk today of having the sec get three as opposed to the big 10 but if the big 12 gets two i'm okay with that under this current situation and i think it's going to change again in 26 going to 14 Uh, have you heard that i think that's a possibility the three the three three two two and then that uh-huh. model, which would give the ACC and the I would I am actually okay with that too. Like I, I, I am okay yeah. if the SEC and the Big Ten get three, but it adds another one to the Big Twelve. Um, I don't have right. any problem with that. And and the, I think yeah, I think I the worst either. case scenario. I was just going to say, I think the worst case scenario okay. is to do them all as at-larges because then you could get meddling, right? You'd, you'd worry about the rankings and you could get some meddling. But if you, if we're just going through it and guaranteeing leagues certain amount of spots, I mean, honestly, it feels the safest thing to me to the Big 12 to make sure it's still relevant in that conversation. You nailed it. That's exactly right. And that's why I feel like at the top end, I think the Big 12 is, is farther ahead. Um, you know, when, when Oklahoma was in the league and it was a four-team thing, 
there were a couple of times where they got in and you could argue whether they should have or shouldn't have, but because they were big 12, because they were Oklahoma, you know, that they got a shot. And I think the big 12 is good enough without Oklahoma and Texas to get to. And you know what, (laughs) if you look at that, I think you said it really, really pretty succinctly and well, because it, it is probably under this current umbrella, the safest thing and the best thing for the Big 12, just the way the thing is designed um, and with the power of the two conferences and ABC, ESPN, and Fox. Yeah, we just don't want – what we don't want is the SEC and the Big 10 to have the ability to have as many at-larges, quote-unquote, as they can. Correct. Uh, that's where, yeah, that that's where we get that, that separation of power. Yeah, yeah it, would be, it would be bad for yeah. the sport. Uh, okay, Wyatt, well, yeah. we wanted to get that. So you guys have uh, the game tomorrow – Anything special coming up on the broadcast for us? Nothing necessarily special, but I'm very much looking forward to this because, as we've talked about, it's such a monster game for both. I will I will say this. They're 12-5 and five at home this year, which is very good. But in league play, they're 2-5. and five. Like K-State, they've been hurt recently in games by turnovers. If K-State rebounds the ball decently well and makes some shots, and I know that's a lot – but I think they can win this game. I'm optimistic that they can. They may or may not, but I think they'll have a chance. Yeah, I, I think it's a good opportunity, too. All right, Wyatt, well, pregame coverage begins at 5 o'clock for K-State Cincinnati. Tune in. You'll catch it right here on KFH. But it doesn't get any bigger uh, for the Cats uh, so far this year. So we're looking forward to Wyatt. Uh, safe travels if you're not already there. If you're already there, enjoy your time. And we'll hear from you tomorrow on the air. That sounds good. We leave, we fly at one, so we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. There goes Wyatt Thompson, voice of the K-State Wildcats. All kinds of great stuff there. If you missed any of it, you can always go back and listen for free on the Odyssey app to check it out. We talked a lot about that uh, big conference championship tournament. Will KFH and Taco Bell have your chance to win a trip for two to the College Hoops Championship Tournament in Kansas City, March 13th through the 16th, to cheer on your favorite team, the trip includes two all-session tournament passes and three-night hotel accommodations to enter. Simply text TB Big to the number 20357. If you want a complimentary breakfast burrito, you can go to kfhradio.com. Click on the events page, download the voucher, and then head to any Wichita's surrounding Taco Bell locations, excluding Hutchinson. Your chance to see the College Hoops Championship Tournament and snack complimentary breakfast burrito from Taco Bell happens right here on KFH. Tommy and I will be back wrapping up hour number one next. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.